And now, whether you like it or not, Cliff and Kendall coast to coast. in this booth. It's very hot in the booth but because something, I wish that Mr. Wizard had done an episode about it because something about the sun's light coming through the glass of our booth, I feel like it heats it up. Even though I've got a little fan, it's running, I put it on the silent mode over here. I'm try- Cliff, I told you we have no fans and that's the greenhouse effect. No, well, I, I mean I don't have a little person who enjoys our show over here. Oh, you have, I got you. No, it's this fan, this other kind of fan that is over here. It's so silent, you can't hear it. It's powered solarly. Solarly? Is that how you would say that? Solar power. Would you just... powered by solar. Yeah, Powered by solar. I wouldn't say that. Powered by (laughs) solar energy. (laughs) A lot of things I would say you wouldn't. Oh, let's not even go there. Kendall, this is a show about heat and hotness and Spicy things. Oh, but but listeners, before you turn it off, we are going to talk about how to fix that heat. We're gonna we're gonna give you tips to cool off in the summer heat. That's what we're gonna do. Tips and hacks for beating the summer heat. And then in the second half of the show, we're just gonna talk about some very hot foods because if you're because you're gonna be so cooled off after the first half. There you go. It's natural progression. <laughs> Kendall, I wanted to just tell you one thing. I thought I uh, thought you would find. Mildly interesting. I was. I'll be the judge of that. Well, I know you're really going to find it very interesting on the scale of interesting <laughs> things. But I was watching on YouTube. There was a compilation somebody had done of uh, times Julia Child was on David Letterman late night. Oh, uh huh. And it was so good. And at one point, though, in the middle, there had been a couple of different segments of her, and then it cuts to this time that Penn and Teller was on late night and it was in the 80s and the first thing that struck me and i don't know if you remember this or not but it was horrifying it the (laughs) which which one is the tall one that talks that's pen pen well pen he had of course he had a, a perm which is fine but he had bangs that were like flopped down like this. <laughs> he went through a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Do you remember that hairstyle? It was like the yeah. It was like the bill of a cap, but it was permed bangs, and it was awful. Well, Cliff, magicians, we go through a lot of trouble as we're growing up, and we go through a lot of styles, try to find our right look. <laughs> well, I don't know what they must have made that. Beauticians, uh, something disappear, and they got back. Well, I guess Teller couldn't tell him how bad it looked. He couldn't. He could only <laughs> try to mime things, and nobody. But anyway, 
so they were on there, and that was the first thing that struck me. But then it was sort of funny because they, I guess they'd pulled a rabbit out of a hat or something. And, and Dave was like, oh, this is, you know, it's pretty normal to pull a rabbit out of a hat. And they said, oh, you want something not normal? You want something unusual? I don't know, something like that. And so he yeah. picks up. They dropped in a wood chipper or something? No, they picked up the hat. And underneath the hat was all these huge, like, roaches and slugs oh. and bug. And he was just like. They all just like you know were all over Dave's desk, and it was interesting. And it, but a lot of <laughs> growth, like big, huge cockroaches. But anyway, I was like, why is this in the middle of a Julia Child supercut on Letterman? And then, <laughs> but then the next Julia Child clip, I guess, was from the very next night after Penn and Teller because they were making an omelet, and he was like, "Oh, Julia, don't look now! It's a huge mega cockroach." And he was like. Oh my that God. was here. That was from Penn and Teller. They were here and they brought all these bugs the night before, and there was and they showed it. It was just a huge one. And of course, I th- did she cook it? No, she almost stepped on it. But he was like, "Joy, no!" <laughs> and so, so anyway, I just thought you would find that incredibly fascinating. And uh, it's incredible. It is incredible, and I recommend everybody. It was so fun to watch Julia Child on Letterman, and it was funny because it showed you know, over many, many years, like ten or twelve years of segments, and there was a running joke every time because, like, the first time she was on there, she mentioned something about, well, you could eat this, you could make uh, this with seal meat, and he was like, seal? You could make this with seal? And then, so every time, uh, you, like, they would joke about seals, like, it, and the one I just watched, she, he was like, do you still have that ranch in Santa Barbara? She said, oh, yes, it's, we're raising seals uh, in case you ever come out to eat. <laughs> So anyway, she was hilarious. She was great. He was great. What a time to be alive. There's a big resurgence in Julia Child. She's wonderful. And there's a big like documentary on TV about her. I was going to watch. I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, I love Julia Child. I used to love watching her when she came on David Letterman or, you know, when she'd make the circuits around all the TV shows. So good. And so much of her on YouTube. I'll have to keep watching and I'll let you know about it, Kendall, as I... Yeah, let me know. Keep me posted. But anyway, oh, and the one thing that they did make was uh, uh, beef tartare au gratin because they were going to make a hamburger, but it didn't get hot enough and didn't really cook. And so she's like, oh, it's like beef tartare. And and he was like, but Julia, this is ground hamburger meat. Are you supposed to just eat this raw? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's very healthy. Just eat it. Eat it. And it, it, that was before all the diseases. That was he was like, "What can you get from eating raw meat?" And she said, "Very healthy." Mm. <laughs> well, and she lived to ninety one. Hell, so. she yeah, she did. It didn't do anything she to her. Fine. But anyway, Kendall, that's not what this show's about. Unless you'd rather it be about Julia not Child and David Letterman, which is a, that's a different that's episode. A different episode. We'll, we'll save it up, put it on the calendar. All right, Kendall, I wish you would tell me some of the ways to beat this infernal heat or oh, if you want to talk about where God. we are while we're in the booth and not in the store I'm going to sit over here look at some Jake Gyllenhaal paparazzi shots for just a minute since I just told a 90 minute monologue about Julia Child well I am really excited to get in the tips I will briefly talk about where we are we are at the Busheltown Community Pool because it's just too damn hot to be anywhere else and you know we were going to swim but you know obviously 
we can't go out looking like this. Well, and our could, big old Kendall, huge swimsuits you know, didn't come in. People get mad at us these days because they say we're fat shaming. They say, Cliff and Kendall, you've been fat shaming yourselves and I'm others for I'm 15 years. Like but I think it's just more flattering on me. If I swim in something like Judge Judy might preside over a courtroom in, you know, a, a long yeah. flowing robe. So I'm waiting for one to come in. Mine didn't come in. I didn't order it yet, but it's why it didn't come in. But it, when I do order it, we'll come back to the pool and we'll swim in the robe. Maybe at night, a little night swimming in the robe. But might I redirect you to the Jake Gyllenhaal paparazzi yes. photos as I continue Sorry. my soliloquy? Oh, look at this. Um, the, <laughs> the, no, I find it a lot more comfortable to not swim at all because then I don't have to worry about even being comfortable. I'm here, I'm com I'm hot, but I'm comfortable here in the booth with all my clothes on and everything covered as it should be for my own personal belief. Now, Gotta respect your personal beliefs. Um, now, <laughs> Mrs. Spider Butter Butter Turn, she's having a great time. She's over there teaching the kids how to swim. They're, uh, they're having their first swim lessons, and she, you know, she just kept, she has talked for years and years about how much she misses when Funky and Opie were learning to swim, and she would teach them, and she's like, I just want to bring that to somebody else, so she's just having a great time over there. Yeah. And I guess Mr. Snotbottom is supervising, as he usually does. He's soupy, 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 soupy. Yeah, and speaking of shaming, the things that Charles is wearing over there, they don't need anybody else in the pool. They, they have enough to look at. But no, Cliff, we're going to go back and talk about... About the heat, the heat, how to beat the heat. Beat it, beat it. So beat my it. first tip is something that you have told me in the past. Sleep and naked, yes. I'm so glad you're no, bringing this absolutely up. absolutely not. You must. I, I again, am, am too ashamed to sleep even when no one can see me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm talking about, when, you remember when you were like, put some ice in a bowl to cool off the room. Remember that? It's the old bowl of ice challenge. Well, it's. That when when I was doing the research and the writers were talking to me about it, they said it's the, called the DIYAC. Uh oh. And that all you do is you put ice in a bowl and you have to get a fan too. So you put the fan so as that cool air evaporates off the ice and comes up, the fan blows it out at you right in your face. There you go. That's one thing you can do. You know, another thing you can do that I've personally found. Very. It's funny that when I found this out and started talking about it on the show, our ratings just went, they dug a hole, guys. But you must, <laughs> you must, in this hot, hot heat, Kendall, take it off. Take it all off. You, you got to take off the underwear. It is freeing to sleep that way. It's a challenge. I challenge you to do it. It's just a thing between oh. you and God. God? God? I can't do it. I tried it one time when my air was out. I just, I'm not comfortable. I'm just not comfortable. But now, Cliff, I can sleep like the Egyptians used to sleep. Sleep like an Egyptian. They were a way ahead of their time. They slept like this, um, in this way. Well, they did that. With but the in, arms. In addition to that, to cool themselves off, because you know how hot it was in ancient Egypt, they would soak their blankets in cold water right before going to bed. And you can improve on this method by pointing a fan at yourself while you sleep. So then you got the water from the damp towel or sheet that's lying on top of you. It'll evaporate and cool you off in the process. Doesn't that sound good just to sleep under a wet blanket? No. And also, one <laughs> other thing I want to add to this and see if you perhaps thought of this. If Egyptians slept with a wet blanket, do you think they had on wet underwear under that wet blanket? It's a no. It's a no from me, dog. They were nude, baby. No, Cliff, they had long, flowing Egyptian <laughs> robes on underneath. Wrong! Oh, goodness, dear. 
having a wonderful time here in the yeah. pool. <laughs> I love all of the splashing and splashing that the children oh, are doing there. I was thinking about yeah, oh. all the little floaties they're wearing. Aren't they the oh, cutest? Adorable. <laughs> Why, it won't be long before even Opie is too big for his floaties. <laughs> oh, dear, don't say oh. such things. You know, I think once he turns seven, he may not want to wear them anymore. Oh, now, dear boys, we do have some extra floaties if you'd like to come in the water. Well, I would take some um, just maybe for the how bath big are they? later. They'll be good. They would go on our wrists, Kendall. No, I mean, will they cover my whole body? No, there's not enough uh, rubber out there, <laughs> Kendall. Not enough rubber. Yeah, they would call them a sinky instead of a floaty. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, Sugarloaf, do you see the lifeguards over there? <laughs> they are calling you back. They want you to give more tips and hacks to the oh. children about swimming. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, no running, dear. Please don't run away. It's very dangerous. Oh, if only she would teach us things like she does all everybody else. If only. Now, Kendra, where do you fall on this issue? Because obviously these lifeguards and these little red swimsuits, they're very good looking. But is it even okay to mention this anymore? In, in the day and age when you and I face ourselves, we look into the reflection of the booth mirror and say, Cliff and Kendall, have you been fat shaming the nation for 15 years? Is it also okay for us to talk about this? That one over there looks just like Billy from Stranger Things in season three when he would walk around. And it was obviously well, no. a sexual thing that they were doing. It was no mistake, Kendall. Are you are you asking because of our age or because of like we shouldn't you just shouldn't be objectifying people in the All first place? Like what's what's your All of it. Well Yes, well, I guess all that's well, true. Now I don't think I there's any it's all true. I don't, well I'm, there's more to say. I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with if you see someone that is is beautiful and they have worked hard to be beautiful or they are, I guess, naturally beautiful. I don't think there's anything wrong with at least thinking to yourself, oh, that person is very beautiful. Right. Like that, that girl over there is very gorgeous. She has long, beautiful hair. But see, it does sound bad when you do it. It sounds really bad when you do it. Well, yeah. that's that's why I don't say it. Well, it sounds demeaning to women as well. There's a lot of reasons you shouldn't do it. But uh, well, demeaning I, to women. She's <laughs> beautiful. It's demeaning. It's very demeaning. Yeah, but anyway, I, I, but I think it's okay when I do it, though. Don't you think? It's kind of cute. Yeah, I'm sure that lifeguard over there thinks it's very cute. Let's <laughs> ask him later and see what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, one of the things you could do, do one of the things, Would you mind if an Uncle Fester type was talking about you uh, on his podcast? I'll, I'll go ask him later. How do you feel about Fester Adams? And then we'll go from there. We'll see what he says. Well, I was going to say, instead of, you know, instead of objectifying, we're saying he's beautiful or walking up to him, just go over with a water gun and shoot him with the water gun. Because then you're starting a playful water fight and a water fight's another tip to stay cool. Oh, right. That's what this show was about staying cool. And <laughs> Trying I, to get us back on track. I think it's Damn great. It. Well, these are just, don't you think about these things? Because you all you see, mm -hmm. if you if you watch any movie, anything, if you go back and it's, it's I mean, people are horny creatures, for God's sake, Kendall. Yeah, but and where's the, where's the line between allowing people to be this natural horniness and it being like bad? Because I mean, 
this is something that you and I, it's, it's like us trying to study an alien civilization because you and I will never be like that lifeguard over there that looks like Billy from right. Stranger Things. So we will never know what it's like, but I can only imagine. And, and well, I, yeah. I, mean, I mean, but it is the thing. It's like, well, you're not only going to have hot Riverdale cast members talking about you. You will have the Uncle Festers, mostly Uncle Festers. Yeah talking about you. I would well see, but that's the thing. I think that we have been fat our entire life. So A <laughs> let's just a, boil the show down to that. We've been fat well, our hey, entire but life. I'm, no, I'm just saying our experience okay, let me speak personally to me. My experience is I've been overweight my entire life. So A yes. I look at somebody and I don't think like, ooh, I'm real horny for her. I want to go talk like I'm saying like I know how hard it is to look that way. And I appreciate that someone, especially if they work on it, like I'm like, oh well, they're they're very like, they they know what they're doing. They 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 eat well, and maybe not all the time, but I think it's like a testament to someone doing really good or, or working really hard at it. I'm like, oh, they, you know, that's what I mean. I don't mean like in a sexual way. I just mean like, oh, they're very gorgeous. They've worked really hard at it. But also, we think because we were heavy our whole lives, like. It would be real flattering if somebody came up and said, you look great. You look so thin and very in shape. And people that are thin and in shape, they'd be like, shut up, Fester Adams. Well, they would, and rightfully so. But because in the same way, a different way, but you know how I'll, you know, I'm always talking about Jake Gyllenhaal and his snubs and, but, and I I know I was talking about it before and you brushed it off back then. So shame on you. But, you know, I've talked about (laughs) him you know, it would it would get old if people are like, oh, I love you. Like, just random people. That Which is why mm-hmm. I, a Fester Adams, would not ever go up to Jake Gyllenhaal on the street or Billy from Stranger Things over here, the lifeguard, and be like, by the way, you know, I'm creepy and I'm kooky and I, I, I love you. I think you're so awesome. I wouldn't do it. Which is a little spooky. It would be. It, it would be. Quite. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, it would be different if, you know, it was the Cliff and Kendall show late night. Our first guest is Jake Gyllenhaal. Then, of course, I would open with, I love you. Let me count the ways. And he wouldn't well, be able to speak at all for the first segment because I I would just monopolize. Yeah. Much like me. And you, then eventually you'd pop in with, well, we're out of time. Thank you for coming, Jake. We'll be <laughs> we'll be up next with uh, Yola Tango. So mm. I understand the whole thing. You know, it's, it's just and one of the things that makes our show different is that we're able to understand all of the nuances of the the whole thing, right? That's it. That's what makes our show special. That's what makes we're not afraid sh- to hit the hard-hitting facts. Not afraid. And the bells, the dingers, also make our show different. Cliff, I've been hitting that dinger for 15 years. Ding it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right, Kendall, I'm going to say one thing. <laughs> Are you, 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 you talking, talking to me? Sorry, I just cracked myself up because I looked at a tip for staying cool and it said eat light. And I was like, how do you eat like light? I was thinking of, I couldn't even think of eating light. That's how fat I am. I couldn't even think of the process of eating light. Ugh. That is a good tip because you know that you and I are like steam heat factories yeah. in the middle of the night when our bodies, well, it's, they're like, they have to work overtime to process all this shit you know, and ac- that we put into ourselves. This acupuncturist told me that I, I was like, I'm hot all the time. She's like, well, you need to eat cool food. You need to eat watermelon, things like that. And I thought, oh, I'd rather eat a pizza. That's my problem. That's your problem. It's one of your many problems, Kendall. Cliff, are you talking to me? Me, 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 me. 
I am talking to you. Kendall, I've got one for you right here. Let me uh, bring it to you. Here it goes. Oh, this is, this is, wow. This wow. is so as if the universe chose this quote for this moment. Are you crazy? He's a lifeguard. <laughs> They're all sex maniacs. Right now, each of his gonads is screaming, me first. Hmm. Lifeguard. Um... Cliff, was that the lifeguard? No, Kendall. It wasn't one of the many great quotes from the movie The Lifeguard that we've all seen many times. It was, are you mental? Summer Rental. Oh, Summer uh. Rental. God, it's been a long time since I've seen Summer Rental. I need to see that again. Uh, see it again, Sam. All right. When I was a kid, I thought I was ugly. I can't believe I'm crying already. Sometimes I think people don't understand how lonely it is to be a kid. Like, you don't matter. So I'm eight and I have these toys, these dolls. My favorite is the ugly girl doll who I can, who I call Clementine and I keep yelling at her, you can't be ugly, be pretty. It's weird, like I can transform her. I would magically change too. Kendall, this is a, supposed to be a segment where you read a movie quote, not just read me from your diary. Oh shoot, wrong know. book, sorry. That was from your childhood memories? I well, don't know. It was from that and also from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. They must have been writing a story about Ooh, my life. That You know, there was a lot of deep things. I didn't know they got that deep. Oh, it got deep. <laughs> or that desperate. <laughs> Here's another one, Kendall. Listen, girls, uh, as your father, I feel it incumbent upon me to set the record straight on the validity of the tale which Uncle Chet shared with us this evening. I know that a terrifying story like that coming from the mouth of a recognized authority figure could be traumatizing for kids like yourselves. I know that because I had a similar experience with my Uncle Roy in a story he used to tell about a family who went into the woods and was attacked by a band of escaped army psychiatric patients who had been subjected to violent, hellish, torturous behavior modification experiments. It seems they escaped from the metal boxes the army kept them in and found this family in the woods, fell upon them, slaughtered them, and ate them. Now that story, whew, it gave me nightmares not to be believed. Well, I thought Uncle Chet's story might upset you in the same way, and I'm here to say that there actually is no bear, and that all that Uncle Chet was saying was just a yarn spinning for our entertainment. Even if there were a bear out there, I'm in the house to protect you, so no more thinking about bears, all right? No more thinking about unpleasant things. We're going to close our eyes and dream about nice things, about cuddly, soft, fluffy things, okay? Super. Good night. Sleep tight. Cliff, yaggity yak, don't talk back. Was that the great outdoors? <laughs> you damn tootin' it was. What a great movie. What a great What movie. a great movie. I have you... watched that one regularly and often. Oh. Recently. Well, you might be suspecting I'm giving you John Candy movie quotes. Oh, just give me week. some candy instead. <laughs> All right. No. You're everyone's problem. That's because every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. I don't like you because you're dangerous. Fly Away Home, that one about the girl and the ducks where she led them with a plane. Oh, Cliff, that was probably a sequel to the original Top Gun. Oh, I'd rather see that sequel than whatever new. <laughs> <laughs> that was Iceman talking to Maverick. Iceman, the Iceman cometh. That was where that play was from, right? Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go Just ahead. one little drawback to this delightful winter sport. The high-speed crash. Oh, that hurt. Always remember, your bones will not break in a bobsled. No, no, no. They shatter. Cool. Uh, Cliff, that wasn't hot runnings. That was cool runnings. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a weird movie to be called Hot Runnings? Well, that's I, what I feel like we're doing now. <laughs> I do feel like we're doing hot runnings. We're doing the sequel week. or the prequel. 
I think it's a, a um, spiritual <clears throat> sequel. Yes. Loretta, I love you. Not like they told you love is, and I didn't know this either, but love doesn't make things nice. It ruins everything. It breaks your heart. It makes things a mess. We aren't here to make things perfect. The snowflakes are perfect. The stars are perfect. Not us. Not us. We are here to ruin ourselves and to break our hearts and to love the wrong people and die. The storybooks are bullshit. Now I want you to come upstairs with me and get in my bed. That was from the Lifetime movie Patsy and Loretta. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but when I read that, I did think I was like, Loretta, Loretta Lynn is the first thing I thought of. No, Cliff, that was from Moonstruck. Mm. Strike it. it from the record. Strike it. Snap out of it. Kendall, my reputation precedes me. Otherwise, I'd be late for all my appointments. Uh, was that... Uh, Harry... Uh, God, what was the name? Who framed Harry, Harry Crumb? It's close. Pretty damn close. But shockingly close. Who's Harry Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? I loved that movie growing up. <laughs> loved it. Oh, Kendall, we need to have a John Candy festival here in town. Let's work on that. Oh, let's have a John Candy festival and a candy festival. Well, let's combine them and you and I can both play John Candy's. We can have <gasps> we like can a sit on Santa's lap. You can sit on John Candy's lap. I've got it, Cliff. There's two of us and then we'll have candy so we can call it Candy Candy Candy. Candy 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 Con. I love it. I love and I love it and I'm no longer talking to you. <laughs> no, I'm no longer talking to you either. Kendall, now finally, do you have any final beating the heat type tips before? Final? I barely got started. Well, won't you just run run us through the highlights? Well, I got some Jake. There's more Jake Gyllenhaal picks. I can walk barefoot. That'll cool you off. Um, Um, Let's see. Uh, You can make a cold compress out of rice or dry beans. You can put them in the freezer for a couple hours in a bag. That'll cool you. And also, one of the things I love to do when I get really hot is I'll take an ice pack and put it right in the middle of my chest. That always, like, helps cool me off. It just kind of gets that cold circulating from from the heart. It reminds me of a few years ago when my air conditioning was not working somewhere. I don't know Mm -hmm. where. And I would take frozen vegetables, like a bag of Green Giant, whatever, and you wrap it in a dish towel, and you you just sit with it. And it's just sit with it. It's the same as like you're putting your thing, you know, it's just it's and if you put a dish towel around it, it's not like it's freezing cold right on you, you know. Oh, I want it freezing cold on me. Well, I'm thinking don't get gangrene or whatever. (laughs) Gangrene. I think you mean uh, frostbite. Uh, Uh, What's the That's the same. You can take a cold shower. You know, I love like taking cold showers and I always tell everybody about how great they are. That is only if. You are too horny because society will not allow you to mention the incredible form of Billy the lifeguard from Stranger Things when he's saving those children, when he's tossing out those life preservers over there. And so that's when you got to take one of those I think you need to go take a cold shower. Oh, I just like cold shower to cool me off. I, I you now, know, this is where I think it's funny. You won't sleep naked, but it's like, yeah, put me in a cold shower. Kendall, when you go, you know, to the Russian gulag, you're going to fit right in because they're going to give you a cold shower. In the right big house. There. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't wait. Oh, Cliff. Uh, what is she? Look at that. Look at all those kids. They're like little ducks in a row. She's got them all they like are. doing exactly the same thing, and they none of it them even look like, scared. 
No, it's like synchronized. I wish we had a camera because it would be like a Ethel or, or Ethel, not Ethel, Esther Williams movie. <laughs> They're in such a like an Ethel rotation. Williams movie. Yeah. I wish it was. I was thinking. I wish Ethel Merman and Esther Williams had made a movie together because that was. But you know, sexism in Hollywood. It's not a joke, Kendall. And neither is this do? break. Neither is this break. break. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. I'm gonna see All if they right. have any snacks. Don't worry. Cliff and Kendall will be right back. I'm here for my appointment, Doctor. Count Dracula, when are you going to come in through the door? Oh, forgive me. Now, just because I'm your psychiatrist doesn't mean you can come in here and act crazy. I'm so upset. What's your problem? I'm never satisfied. You need an extra bite. I love an extra bite. Have you tried Baby Ruth? Does she live alone? The candy bar, Count. Baby Ruth is bigger than most other leading candy bars, so you get an extra bite in every bar. But how does it taste? I'm very picky. Mm, delicious. Baby Ruth has lots of fudge and nuts and caramel. Mm, yum. I love that. But, Doctor, this big Baby Ruth must be very expensive. Not at all, Count. You get an extra bite in every bar of Baby Ruth without paying extra. That's amazing. I'll go to the store and get a big bunch of bigger Baby Ruths. Who knows? Maybe I'll stay home tonight. <laughs> Great, Count. Just remember to go out the... You get an extra bite in every bar. Make some room. Cliff and Kendall are back. children there having orange slashes over there with Charles the contractor. Well, <laughs> now they're going to need at least an hour before they can swim again, sugar lump. <laughs> well, and don't forget, they had to shut down the pool while they got all that hairballs out of the, the filter from where Charles was swimming over there. So you you're, you have a minute. You're fine. We're, we got some some things to talk about that you're going to love. Oh, candle boy, off, off the record, why don't you use your handkerchief to wipe all the sweat from your brow? Uh, well, my handkerchief is soaking wet from all the sweat I've been wiping off my brow. This, it's not doing anything anymore. Oh, I thought that was the old napkin that somebody dipped in something. I, that's your handkerchief. Okay, that's, things are starting to make oh, sense. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm dripping with sweat. I know you're dripping. And I hate to hes- hesitate to bring it up. It reminds me of a song in my new box set coming up. Uh, it's called It's Too Hot. It's just too hot. And it's, there's a, there are parts about dripping in there. There's drippings, everybody. But I don't want to talk about the drippings or the songs of my upcoming box set, which I believe now at this point is going to be called 
40 for 40, because I've already got 40 songs, and I'm 40 years old. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, what a wonderful plethora of songs. 40, wow. <laughs> you mean, what a gift to the oh, world. Yeah, that's, a, that's a lot of wonderful songs. I'm sure they're very lovely. <laughs> All right. Well, Kendall, let's forego the 40 for 40 chat. I know there's going to be a lot of people excited when they hear that. There's going to be a lot of chats coming up about it, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll try to keep it to a minimum. But everybody, I'm glad you're already in here, guys, because it's time for a little segment we like to call, Do You Want to Hear Something Weird? Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> no, oh, dear, I please. don't think. The children, think no, about the children. Not swimming pool, boys. <laughs> no. Uh, this, you know, this is a really good exercise to do after swimming to, you know, relax your muscles before you get back in. You know, you, you want to stretch a little bit. So just, just relax. We're going to talk about some weird things, and then you can go back to swimming. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So, Cliff, you want to start us out? I will start us out. Now, this one, when you talk about... A breach in etiquette. This was a big one. Oh, Mrs. Potter, Mr. Potter, I'm worried Potter, about this already. As well, you should be. I remember, I think you heard about this. This was pretty weird, though. I couldn't not mention it because it was very weird. A man disguised as an elderly woman in a wheelchair. Think of Mrs. Doubtfire, everybody. This Mrs. Doubtfire just rolled up in the Louvre and smeared cake across the Mona Lisa. Oh, oh, she fainted. She fainted. Get her some air. It it is hot. Please revive yourself. Don't worry, there was glass protecting it. There was glass protecting it, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Chart. Oh, thank heavens. But the, you know, witnesses say that this person, they leapt up and they tried to break the glass, but it's bulletproof, so it's proved difficult. So they just smeared the cake on the glass and they have been apprehended and are, you know, out for a psychological evaluation. But this person, they were tackled by security and he did shout something as he left. He shouted, think about the earth. Weird. Think about the earth. Will anybody think about the earth? We, not. Oh, I don't goodness. know. Well, it was bulletproof, dear, but was it cake-proof? That's the important question. I am praying fervently so, dear. Well, now, bulletproof glass, it was placed over the painting. This is weird. This is weird, too. After two attacks (laughs) in 1956, when the Mona Lisa, somebody splashed it with acid and chipped it with a rock. Who are these people? What is this? I know, you know it got stolen at one point too, didn't you? Oh, 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 what terrible! What a terrible lifespan for this painting, boys. Uh, it got or stolen. Or lifespan. It, yeah, you didn't hear. You don't know about the the stealing of the Mona Lisa. I don't know. When did it get stolen? This was a long time ago. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know what year, but it it was gone for a while. Like they couldn't find it. And I, I, of course, I have. This is a great story because I remember nothing about it. Mm. But Google it. Google, Google it, everyone. It, everybody. You love it. Well, I'm. Why is there, Kendall? Can you please just quickly call Hollywood? We'll just do a movie about the damn Mona Lisa and all the dumb shit that's happened to it. Well, I mean, all right, let's let's go. Come on. Worked for Da Vinci Code. If this and um, believe me, this one will be watchable. Yes. So, <laughs> I loved Da Vinci Code. You, so you took the words right it. out of my mouth as I was going to tell that weird story. But here, I'll move on to a next one. Uh, now, scientists claim that we could soon be on the cusp of having two-way conversations with our pets thanks to the invention of Dr. Doolittle machines. 
exports, exports across the world have been involved in the creation of various bits of tech that can use AI to discern what animals are saying so they can communicate with this clip. We are right around the corner from our dogs yelling, dog, 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 eat, 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 <laughs> or whatever they're yelling. We can't, we're about to know. <laughs> Pardon me for saying so, boy, but that seems like a waste of manpower. <laughs> oh, yes, dear, I don't know why they spend so much time working on trying to talk to animals when there's plenty of people. They should be talking to first. <laughs> You've got that right, Sugarlump. All right. Uh, well, you know, it's better to open communication with every creature. Uh, no, it's not. Kendall, a California <laughs> man... Put his love of spicy foods. Speaking of spicy Uh-oh. foods, we're about to talk about him. This California dude, he put his love of spicy food to the limit. He was listening to that song, Take It to the Limit. And he. One more time. Right. And his time took him to a world record breaking because he ate three Carolina Reaper chili peppers in less than nine seconds. It was a fast, and these are very hot, you know, uh, peppers. His first attempt, for some reason, was disqualified, but his second attempt was successful and just took over that record. And the Carolina, now listen, Kendall, I hope you understand this. The Carolina Reaper pepper has an average of 1.6 1.6 million Scoville heat units. Ooh. Com- oh, this is in comparison to the, your average jalapeno, the ones you get on your Subway sandwich. Which are way too hot. <laughs> they they have somewhere between 3 and 8,000. Uh, 3 and 8,000, and these peppers have 1.6 million candles. Oh, that's, it's way too many. It's way too many. It's way too many. But and yet it happened, as as weird as it may seem. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh dear, we really should be getting yeah, back to the children. Uh, it looks like they're all ready to get back in the pool. I think I'd like to go and stretch out on that reclining beach chair. <laughs> well, it's not time yet. Oh, that does sound like a good idea. Do you have any others, Kendall? Um, I have one more for you. Sing it, sister. So, uh, uh, you don't want me to sing it. Uh, uh, this woman, uh, Carol Hoover uh, from uh, New York, she all of a sudden just started receiving multiple pieces of mail that were written decades ago. They were, um, she received a postcard first, and it's not unusual, but the fact that it was dated August 30th, 1960 was peculiar. Odd. And she just keeps getting this mail, and she's talked to the post office, and they're like, we don't know where it came from, we don't understand it. So is that just weird or what? It's like some ghost is trying to contact her from the past. How do they not know where it came from? How do they not understand? Cliff, have you been paying attention to the postal service this day? They can barely do anything, much less tell where the mail's coming from. They're way understaffed. That's something we should really talk yes, about. why don't you two boys devote an episode to the Postal Service? Oh, you should see <laughs> Mr. Spotbottom's stamp collection. Yes. There he is. One's from the 1800s. It's wonderful. I would be glad to share it with you on your Postal Service episode, boys. There's something I would well, we'll, really like to listen to. <laughs> well, well, we'll see about that. We'll, we'll put it up in a co-host meeting and see if we want to do that. Well, now I have one last weird news story. It's one of my favorite kinds of weird news stories. It's an uplifting, beautiful way to end this segment. Oh, that does sound lovely. It's going to make everybody feel so good to hear that 
Pierre Fazoleri of Michigan has returned an elementary school library book that he checked out over 40 years ago. <laughs> what is it with these people and their library books? Now, this story has a slight twist that I appreciate. Fazoleri discovered the book, which was an anthology series titled Cloverleaf from an old box in his parents' basement. He checked it out from the Dresden Elementary School when he was in the second grade and recently just pulled it out of the box to read to his two daughters who now go to the same damn school, everybody. The guy pulled it out and he thought, I remember this one. And then he opened the page. Lo and behold, it was stamped Dresden Elementary. And I was like, why would it say that? And then I realized it was probably <laughs> from when I was in second grade and never returned it. Oh, yeah, maybe that was why. Oh I thought I should probably bring it up to the school. Now, Fazoleri told Principal Bradley Suggs about the book, who said his, he was thrilled that his father took time <laughs> out of his day to read to his children. And... Now, this is where I, I, I appreciate. He jokingly said, the, you know, there's no fine, but boy, it would be a really big fine if there were. So, you know, he sentenced this guy to buying cookies for the entire staff uh, of the school. See, now, if they would enforce those fines, people would stop keeping books for 40 years. Right? But I, what I admire about Principal Suggs is that he, even in a joking way, and even if it was like, well, you need to buy some damn cookies, it was a little bit of accountability, whereas some of these librarians, and maybe the, maybe the librarians are too nice, whereas this principal is not afraid to go there, like our yeah. show. But, you know, the librarians are always like, oh, thanks for this book that's been overdue for 140 years. Say, what a nice gesture. We love it. We'll put it in the museum. And this guy's like, well, thanks. Uh, and I'm glad you read and everything. But I think you at least owe us some cookies, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, I think they show, uh, he show us some cookies, too. I think he owes us all some cookies. And uh, that's all the weird I've got for oh, you. Oh, thank goodness, you dear. Know. The children are just oh, jumping oh, up and down, ready to get back in the pool. Oh, yeah. All right, children. Oh, what? They're having so much fun. I, I, I do want to get in the pool. I just don't want everybody to see me like this. After a second of seeing somebody with a bizarre body like you have, you, you just like, well, yeah, and you just get over it. So I think people would get over it. You would be surprised. How accepting all of the people here at the Busheltown Community Pool might be to a man of our size. Well, I hope they're better here than they were in wherever that country we were when they threw up when we took our shirts off. They had the bird flu. Well, Cliff, you know what makes me throw up? Bird flu? Spicy food. Spicy food. <laughs> now, do you love spicy food? Do you like a good spicy meatball or are you against all spicy food? No, I like spicy food. Now, I don't want to eat one with 8 million hot units or whatever, like Skull, those ghost Skull peppers. Units. No, hell yeah. no. But I, I, I like spicy, kind of, my uh, as, as a cream cheese white person, I'm saying I like some spicy-ish foods, which means well, not super spicy, obviously. Well, you know, I like vanilla ice cream, so get ready for this. You're like, hey, this has a little bit too much of the, you know, like the vanilla bean. That's a little bit it's too, too much spicy. for you. Yeah. But I like the idea of spicy food and I like spice in general. But I feel as I'm getting older, it just sometimes it can just wreak havoc on my horrible whatever system the next day. Uh, yeah. Not 
like the shits, but having just terrible heartburn. Heartburn, yeah. 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 Well, that's been happening to me since I was a child because I don't like spicy food. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. So what do you what do you got that's spicy? Well, then you don't want to eat a ghost pepper, Kendall. <laughs> oh, I don't want to eat a ghost pepper. No. You know those peppers, also known as ghost chilies, they grow in Northeast India. Although they're available online these days in the internet age, and they do s- seriously pack a spicy punch. The New York Post notes that the pepper is. 100 to 400 times spicier than jalapeno. Oh, God. You know, I, I've seen people online that eat those peppers. They cry. They scream. They pour milk all over themselves. And I'm like, why does anybody want to go through that? I Not me. agree. I agree. <laughs> now, my first thing on my spicy food is way less units, Cliff. That's jalapenos themselves. I can't even eat jalapenos. Now, do you like jalapenos? I do. I know. I don't. I don't know that I would just say like you know how they have one just there full and I don't, I, guys. I don't know how to talk anymore. That's the next fifteen years of the show. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. Is all I'm saying. You know. Uh, but you know, a full, complete, total raw jalapeno. I'm not gonna just take it and just chomp into it and start eating it. But I don't mind. I do like the slices of it on the Subway sandwich. or And I like jalapeno poppers, deep fried with mounds of cheese. That's why I I have body issues. I love those. (laughs) I'll eat something that has one jalapeno in it, and I don't know it. And I'll take it back. I'm like, whoa, it's so hot. And I'm just like, fire is shooting out of my eardrums. Like, I don't know why. I just have never eaten spicy things, so it's really hard for me. It's hard. But yeah, I, I, wouldn't even, I don't even want to look at a ghost pepper. <laughs> I'm afraid it might shoot fire out at me and get well, me. Well, I would need goggles to look at one. But now, Kendall, mm-hmm. I, of course, you know, love the uh, old uh, sushi vegetable roll. And, you know, they have that green horseradish on there. It's very... Oh, the wasabi? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, oh... Oh, well, that that was coming up on my list because let me tell you, I don't know if I've ever told the story on the show, uh-huh. what Susan did to me with wasabi. Oh, no. See, I like we were, a speck of it. I like a speck of it at a time and no more than a speck. Well, Horseradish itself makes me want to die, but yes. Yeah. No, so we were we were riding along and we had like gotten food from somewhere. This is a long time ago. And Susan said, hey, try this guacamole. It's really good. And she gave me a big old huge spoonful of wasabi and I just ate it up like I was eating guacamole and I almost wrecked the car that I was riding and it was the worst thing that had ever happened. Uh, and we almost got divorced over that and then we worked through it, but it was awful. Well, uh, you might want to go back and rethink that, but okay, that does sound very bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was bad. It was bad, bad, 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 bad. Now, Kendall, what I might do, I might call this the prank Kendall with a Trinidad scorpion pepper challenge. It's the hashtag. If somebody pranks you, they'll they'll just say, Kendall, this is just a regular red pepper with a little weird point on it. And But really, whew, it's a pepper that ranks a little bit high on that Scoville unit. It has two million heat units. Oh, in I each don't want one Scoville pepper. unit. Pepper. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't even know. Oh, Kendall, that is equivalent to a shot glass full of law enforcement grade pepper spray. <laughs> oh, God. This is making me nauseous. I got to go throw up real quick. I'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know why anybody. Why would you want to eat something so hot? I, I'm going to throw up. Keep talking. It's bad, 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 bad. Now, I like the. Flaming Hot Cheetos, guys. Do you like this? But, it, you know, there's sort of a controversy because they say the person who they says they invented them didn't really invent them, but then they're making a movie about the guy. So they must be. I don't think they'd make a movie about something that wasn't true. So, But I love the Flaming Hot Cheetos. But of course, these days they got Flaming Hot this, Flaming Hot that. One thing I'm not going to have is the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. It's real. It exists. And it's terrifying. Why would I want that? Whom out there? I, I mean, if people like it, then I say God bless them. Kendall, I was just talking to the listeners about Flaming Hot Mountain Dew, which is real. Ooh. Have you seen it? No, I have no, I don't want to go to the hospital during these times right now. <laughs> it's it's not in the hospital. It's that in the grocery like store. It's at the dollar store, I think. I don't know why. It, it, I don't know. I'm not going to. I was saying I like flaming Hot I Things. Gonna, I was going to go get Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turner and Mr. Snobbottom to help me sign a petition to get you not to drink it. <laughs> now, I, I, no, no, no. I, that's a bit much. I don't want... You know, there are these drinks now. It's even a thing with the drinks. They're like, oh, this is some spicy. This is something. I had a seltzer the other night, and it was spicy pineapple. And I thought, I don't want, why do I want chili pepper in this? I want spicy nothing. No, I want just pineapple. Just give me some damn pineapple. Yeah, but I like it's pineapple. A, it's a movement, Kendall. That's all I'm saying. We're old, and we're out of it. And oh. It'll give me a movement. If but I now, it. I know you don't like flaming Hot things, right? No, I don't like no. any hot anything. I like flaming Hot Cheetos, and I like there's a, you know, a brand of chips, or sort of chips. They're basically chips. They're called Takis. Have you seen? Takis. Yeah, Takis. sorry. I thought you said Cockies. Takis, yes, I've seen. Cocky. Well, I thought it was a weird Cockies. name. Cockies. Yeah, Cockies. Yeah, buy me a bag. Kendall Takis. They're out, and they are, there's one kind of them that's not at all spicy. It's guacamole, which you should try. They're really, really good. Uh, yeah, I've heard that one before. It's wasabi. No! <laughs> In that they printed the bags to fool you. And they say guacamole. They're all no, out to get me. Those are great. And then there's also, but there's some kinds I'm too afraid. Like they have flaming blue. I can't, I'm afraid. I can't. No. Have, have you seen, there's this new thing going around online on the social media website. Oh, I hate where it. People, I hate social media. I know you hate it. No, you already <laughs> hate it before I even started. But people ordered these, it's like a ghost pepper, uh, it looks like a Dorito, but it's a ghost pepper Dorito. And the challenge is like to eat the the notch and would not drink anything for like a minute and watching people cry. I'm like, why would anybody do this to themselves? Wow. They're going to have terrible indigestion and terrible toilet time later. I don't want any of it. Why don't you just I don't even like lick a hot burner on a stove? Why don't you just do yeah, that? Yeah, save yourself some trouble. Save yourself some money. Cut out the middle man. I would rather... I, I don't even like the next thing on my list, Uh-oh. which is... And this is this doesn't even deserve to be on spicy food list, but it's spicy and I don't like it. Red chili flakes that people put on their pizza. Do you like chili flakes? Um, I probably would like a few on there. Sure. Oh, God, no. I hate them. Hate them. You hate them? them? I do. They're hot, and they don't. I don't like them. I just don't Not like anything hot. spicy or yeah. Now, Kendall, what I'm gonna get you is this. It's called widower's curry. When you, the minute you become a widower, if Susan, God forbid, should die, 
I think I'm it's called widower because it makes you a widower, because or it makes the other person a widower because it's so hot, right? I don't know. I'm sending it to you either way. <laughs> in, uh, uh, th- this plate is commonly found in Britain, but there are variations all over the world. We probably had it in some of our travels. Uh, it's a sweltering pot with plenty of Naga chilies, at least 20, and it takes the cake when it comes to spiciness. Naga chilies, I'm not going to eat. Naga chilies, you're not going to eat a good old Naga chili, Kendall. Not going to do it. But, you know, it's that is one of the most absolutely scorching peppers on the planet. You know, but people eat in Bangladesh. They're eating it raw as a side dish, for God's sake. So put yourself in their shoes. Well, people are also eating Nashville hot chicken all over the country, and I ain't doing that either. Oh, well. <laughs> now, Susan cannot travel without a little bottle of Tabasco sauce everywhere she goes to put on everything she eats. She loves spicy food, and we're like the yin and yang. I can't stand spicy. I, I just like sweet and savory. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to burn myself. I don't want to go through torture while I'm eating. I don't want to burn anything, but I do love, you know, Mexican food with the salsa and the pico de gallo and stuff. That's that's spicy. Yeah, I like the mild salsa. Yeah. But this is it, these even these peppers. I am getting very hungry. Even these horrible hot burning peppers are making me a little bit hungry. Yeah, that candy bar didn't really do anything for me. I bet Susan would like that flaming hot Mountain Dew. I bet it's just like tastes like there's hot sauce dipped in Maybe. there. Maybe. I'll see if she wants to try it. Then I'll be a widower. Yeah. <laughs> the insurance company will never suspect that it was the flaming no, like, hot Mountain Dew. All I did Dew. was give her flaming hot Mountain Dew. What, who would ever think anything could go wrong at that point? Who would think anything was weird about that? Toxic colored drink with flaming hot stuff in it. Yeah, it's great. You know what I say to each his own. If you want to flame your Mountain Dew, flame on, Silver Girl. <laughs> flame on. Flame I'm going to be on. standing outside the fire. Standing <laughs> outside the fire. Is that a song? Yeah, it's for Garth Brooks. Life is not trite, it is merely surviving when we're standing outside the fire. Oh, speaking of Garth Brooks, I went to this uh, discount store, Smackover, not long mm-hmm. ago. It's, uh, it's Ollie's something or another. Do you know this yeah, store? All, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bunch of shit in this store, everybody. But yeah, My dad loves it. Well, no, I could tell that on other days there would definitely be shit that I would want. And, yeah. and there was some shit that I thought, well, if I had a huge mega McMansion that I needed to fill, I'd buy this shit. So mm-hmm. I'm not putting it down totally, but it is full of shit. And, uh, but in that store, in the Ollie's, what were we talking about? About hot stuff? Hot stuff, baby, this evening. And I was singing Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. So speaking of Darth Brooks. Go to smack over Ollie's. They've got... <laughs> Garth Brooks. They've got at Ollie's Prices. Garth Brooks vinyl record collection. Go now. Really? It's up in Smackover. It's waiting. Now it may be sold out by the time this is oh, uh, hits the hot air. Hot damn. Hot damn. And the thunder rolls. Wake up and smell the coffee candle. Oh, look over there. Oh, Mrs. Potter with the butter truck. Is she, she's firing up a grill. She's about to grill something over there, Candle. <gasps> grill it. Now that I can get into. Oh my God. I don't care how hot it is. We're going to make some s'mores before we leave this pool. Ooh, s'mores and some vegetarian options, I hope. Well... Let's go. Kendall, I, you exhaust. <laughs> you exhaust me. I'm exhausted, so I might as well share the wealth. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go grill. We will see you next week with more tips on something, some other we'll subject. We'll be grilling outside the fire. <laughs>
Nothing spicy, please. Did you see me drip? Did you see me drip, drip? From my bald spot to my penis tip. Did you see me drip? Uh, did you see me drip, drip? From my bald spot down to my penis tip. Tip, tip, have you seen? Sorry, what? <laughs>